right. Welcome to RJ16, John. Raw Justice 16. Unbelievable. We're here. Do you know we've this is we we've almost done a full year. We're we're, we're gonna we're yeah. gonna make a big deal do of our know, one year anniversary. Do we know the anniversary date. I think it was sure. January, wasn't it? No. Was it? Was it later? That was more in the towards the I spring. Like, I thought it was in March too. Yeah, I thought it was more. Well, towards maybe I'm the spring. wrong. Okay, well we got a little bit of time to go. How's the holiday? Yes. How's the holiday, John? Pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. I'm Alex, trying to remember what a, I did. It was fun. It was fun seeing everybody. Yeah. I didn't yeah. work on Friday. Yeah. We had nice some, had some time off. It was nice having that break. That's a good Friday. It's it's yeah. nice, you know. People, whatever you want to do, you want to travel, well, you want to shop, yeah, whatever you want. They didn't do. used to be right. Were they always closed? On I Friday? think they were always closed on Friday. Oh, I didn't think yeah. they were. They were. They've been, they're a little more liberal with that now. Like depending on when the holiday falls, of course, Thanksgiving's always Thursday, but the Christmas and New Year, sometime when it's around a weekend, mm-hmm. like let's say it's on a, a Thursday, yeah, they'll give you like, like the Christmas. Friday off. Yeah, they should. Yeah, that kind people of. work hard. Hogan there. was really good about that. Because people work hard. Yeah, Hogan was really good about that. Well, we got a lot of stuff to, to, to get through really today, um, and ev- we, we always Common seem sense. like we always seem like we can never uh, finish up the agenda. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about uh, an update on some of the, the juvenile crime stuff. John, you got a great story about the mayor and your good buddy Swami. I do. I he do. Used, he used to be on uh, Sports Talk Radio. Yeah. Um, you also have an update on Drexel. Your, your yeah, we went up there. We'll get up there. We'll talk about yeah. that. Nice. Alex had an interaction with Zeke Cohen, his favorite councilman. I want to hear about that. We're going to talk about that. He didn't want to hear how it No, he didn't want to talk about that. I just and out. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff that we want to get to. Um, you know, we're co- again, um, I thought we were coming up on the one-year anniversary, but I, I guess I'm a few months off. Um, and I want to talk a little bit about the Baltimore music scene. Alex, it's pretty damn good. I mean, we're right in the middle of it, Rob. I mean, you and I, I feel like that every time I see you, we're – we're um, we're some music thing. I know that's our th- that's our new thing. That's our thing. It keeps right. us young. It does keep us young. So to start off, I, I got a I, I got a little surprise for you. I want to ask you a surprise question. Uh-oh. So someone said to me the other day. They said, "Man," he said, um, "You're you're looking fit. You know, you're 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 looking like you're enjoying yourself. You're looking fit." And and they said, "What are you doing? You look like you know, you look like Father Time has like stopped, right?" And it reminded me. It reminded me of. The, the Golden Bachelor that just ended, right? Ooh, ooh. And, and then it reminded me, I don't know if you guys know, there's this, some entrepreneur who was like full bore into trying to turn the clock back. Have you seen this guy, Alex? He did what? You've got to look him up. He's no, doing all know. these incredible, um, I don't know, creams and, and like chambers he's stepping into to try to reverse his aging. Mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing. Who is he? Okay. I can't remember the guy's name. You can look him up. He's on The Bachelor? No, no, that's completely oh, different. No. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about this, chambers. I'm talking about this. Um, I think it's John Hammond. Is it it John could Hammond? be John Hammond. John never looks a day old. <laughs> the fountain so, of youth. <laughs> so they said, well, what are you doing? And I said, well, i got a few things, a few tricks yeah. of the trade. So, so here's my question today for you guys to start the, the podcast off. All right. Give me, give, give the, um, <laughs> the listeners one thing that you do that helps you to stay timeless with your age like what do you do you do anything um with your appearance or with your skin or with your hair that makes you look young because we're all over 50 write this down skin appearance and i think i think the i think the listeners need to know a little bit about the people behind the the the, the voice right don't you the fabric yeah i mean you know let's get a little personal here yeah we're we're ripping on all these other people let's talk about ourselves a little bit Alex? Um, okay. So I've, I've told you guys, do, I think a couple times today I said I didn't need to get a haircut. Yeah. Okay. So 
Um, my thing, people haven't seen me. My face is a little on the big side. Okay, it's always been big. My head's been big. My face is big. My face is just large. So my new thing is I try to get the fade haircut, Hmm. you know, where they cut it really short on the side. Sort of like what Jeff Moeller had. Uh-huh. I think that That keeps me looking Yeah, yeah. And I have a bald spot, but I I don't think you can have your hair growing over the bald spot. So kind of like a Marty McFly from Back to the Future? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Um, That's for the hair. You got to keep it. Got to keep it short, and it's not short to Can I interrupt for a minute? Do you still color... Do you still color the bald spot? Because we went out one time and you spray painted your bald spot. Well, listen, and, first and, of all, and it got wet and it was all streaming down in front of you, which well, I, I've never. I ran seen out before. of that stuff, and that was a gift from someone got me. That's a gift. But that stuff works if you're really? inside. Really? If you're inside, if you're inside like a dark bar, what that's if, the best. If you're outside, it's bad. What if you're sweating? Well, I mean, you can't sweat with it. You know, or you can't touch your head. Yeah. That's but off you, limits. I went to I I, I last, <laughs> recently used that at a wedding we went to. That was like it was like a couple well not recently two years ago. It was inside. It was November. And it was great. It was dark. It was no, perfect. It, it was, was perfect. so youthful there. Yeah. So when, when this happened, when I was with you and and it all melted down the front of your face. Yeah. Well, you, you blamed your wife. Well, everything's her responsibility. Oh, okay. You know, one way or the other. Okay. And then, um, but no, so I, I ran out of that. I'll, I'd use that bald spot paint anytime <laughs> okay, for big events. Okay. For the skin, I need to do something for my skin. It's pretty ruddy. I did get, um, my wife did get me some sort of under eye stuff. Oh, I got to really? talk about I that. I saw that on I, TV. That's what I use, retinol. I, yeah. Yeah. I, that, that was what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, really? I use retinol on my face. It, it it's like It's like in a little. Like a charm. It really? tightens it up, right? Yeah, and my, my wrinkles are going away Where under my you, eyes. It's just under your eyes? Right here. Yeah, and you can't get enough on there. But I went through that so fast. So I'm, is yeah, it, it's expensive. Where did you is get it? Is it a time period thing? or <laughs> My wife has it. Yeah, yeah. I usually, she doesn't know. I saw that on TV. <laughs> so when oh, she really? listens, she'll find out that yeah, I'm using that's it. that's a late night infomercial kind of thing. Right. I mean, I th- and the, yeah. if you go to like Costco or Walgreens, they'll have something like that. You know, they advertise yes. for it. But it yeah. has retinol in it? Yeah, that's what I use. Yeah. Under in my eye. That's what it is. Is that... It was, remember retinol? Wasn't that the anti-acne thing? What do you think that does? does it just it, tightens it up. Okay. You can feel it, it when you put it on. You can. Really? You can feel it sort of tightening okay. up. Okay. Yeah, All but right. I'm out of that. I like it. So that's sorry. Sorry, steps on that, your that's my guilt. No, that's my guilty pleasure is retinol on my face. It feels good, right? Doesn't it? See, Alex, a lot So a lot of people told me, they said... They want to know what you were like in real life, right? Because you're just this mysterious guy. Oh, I like that. And, and I like when that's they see, my reputation. And then when they see pictures of you, they wonder if you tan. I don't tan. You don't, don't tan at all? No, I never have. I've heard that before. I don't. Really? It's a natural glow. I don't. People have asked you if you've tanned? Yeah, people ask me that. <laughs> really? Especially a lot of my black friends, they ask me, they, you know, they say I'm darker than they are, especially in the summer. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, I, that, I mean, it's, it's that Latvian that, skin. I, I, I have some Italian in me. I have some Italian. Grandpa Joe De Benedetto. <laughs> when he moved to this country, he changed his name, but De Benedict is my middle name. But no, I have some Italian in me. I, I don't know. Hmm. But um, I don't tan. No, I can't. Rob, come on. I don't have time for it. Well, what if you saw me in a tanning booth? It'd be disgusting. I, I don't know. I mean, you don't have, you know what people do now is they just like, they use, they spray. They have like these mm-hmm. industrial type sprayers and they spray your whole no, body. I don't do any of that. You don't I do, do that? like tanning. I'll be, I'm, my, my skin's going to look horrible in the next 10 years. But I do you like, like You like outside. tanning in the sun, though. Yeah, I like being Ocean I love being City out. guy. Yeah, thank you, John. Yeah. So those are my secrets. What about you, John? Wait, John, what's your secret? I've got a good you one. Alex nice. knows this, too, because he's seen me in action. So at the gym that we go to, I really think that this is good for your hair and your skin, and it makes you feel really good, okay? <laughs> yeah. I like the uh, 
the wet steam room. Yeah, I have seen it. Yeah, the wet, not the dry. You wear your clothes in there, right? Yeah, because I don't have like a bathing suit or anything. So I'll work out and I'll go in the wet steam room. And you know what I'll actually do? It is co-ed. I'll try, like if I'm in there by myself, I'll do some stretching in there. Well, I've seen I picked that up. I picked that up from the Asian community when I was at another. You go in there and you stretch a little bit and it feels good. And you come out, and what I do is I'll do like two or three sessions. I, I don't want to go in for like a, a long one of like 10, 12 minutes. I'll break it down. And I what come do you, out What do you do in between sessions? Just sit on the bench okay. near the pool. And then you go back And in. then kind of dry off and then go back in. But you'll find oh. your sweat comes back quicker. But I think that's good for your, your, your pores because it takes toxins out. And I think it also strengthens your hair, especially the I, mean, I got to get in there then. I th- I, I, you'll feel better. You'll feel better. So, and you sweat. Now there's restrictions. You have you know, make sure you you have your shoes off and all this other kind of stuff. And they're pretty. But you um, wear your you wear sweatpants in there. I just wear my sweats that I wear to work out in. Yeah, your sweatpants. Yeah. So they come out there. They're just wet. Not so, really. Not no? really. Really? No. no it's not so really. wet in there. Not this really. Is in the wet. One. I don't sit down. I just oh, stand up. That's pretty good. And then I don't sit on the bench. So how long are you in there per session? Maybe three minutes. Okay. And and it really it makes you feel good and it's relaxing, but I think it, it gets your pores open. <laughs> That's a good and idea. And gives strength to your hair and the root. No, I, I mean I don't go to the gym as much. So as do you I think it's have. helped with you uh, in your hair loss, John? I have no There's idea. No hair loss. You know, That's I what have I'm saying. Negative. I mean, I have he no doesn't idea. have hair loss. That's what I I'm saying. No, I have no idea. Well, your brother has a lot of hair too. Yeah, I don't know. He, I don't know what impact it has. I don't do it regularly. Because oh. that gym I'm not at like every day or anything. But when I go there. Like probably two to three times a week, I'll go in there, and I like it a lot. I don't, the dry is okay, but I don't like it as much as so, the wet. So that's something. That's a the wet that's, song, right? So that's a that's a behavior that you're you're doing at the gym. Is any anything else like any any lotions? Anything well, you use? Here's any something. Lotions? Here's something for our you all want to know about your skincare. Your I want a dietary factor. I have not had any caffeine or soda or iced tea or anything like that since 1995. Wow. Whoa. I, I found myself with the Diet Coke and the iced teas just drinking too much. So I tried to do it for a day. Then I tried to do it for, you know, like a weekend. I tried to do it for a week. And um, you're do- so you know, I'm almost 30 Your body's years completely in. flushed of caffeine 28 years. for 28 years. And I really think, I, I'm a proponent of this, okay? I think, I, I know there's no study for it and probably studies go opposite. I think the one thing that Americans consume that can't be good for them is coffee. Mm. I think that's a, a I, I think that's yeah. something that like because of the caffeine and the you know it's just a routine thing that everybody does and Starbucks is making a fortune. <laughs> you know, I think by the time you get out of there either with that and accessory or with the creams in it and all that it's like 7 8 dollars for a coffee. Oh, well, for sure, oh, yeah. you know. I can I can Well, standard coffee's probably it was three dollars. Three fifty. Yeah. Three twenty. Yeah. It's a regular. And, I, I, and going back coffee. to the Ali brothers, I, I spent three twenty the other day at uh, at um, for a coffee <laughs> at uh, Duncan. I hear I hear that Duncan has the best. I think it's good. I think everybody that tells me quality wise, Duncan has the best, and that may have been the key for Dunkin' Donuts to survive the pressure that was brought on by Krispy Kreme. Mm. Remember that whole <laughs> du- that was the distinguishing factor, and that mm. launched them into the breakfast foods. John, now do you, <laughs> John, you don't drink alcohol either, do you? No. no. So no caffeine. No. No. I but, drink water. What else do you drink? Um, occasionally, you I'll have OJ? like, a, like no. Really? Too much acid. Wow. 
uh, occasionally a Gatorade. Okay. The re- let, let me tell you what? about that. I was having some chest pain at night, and my doctor said to me, um, "What are you doing as far as eating is? I, if I'm if I'm hungry, I just eat." And I used to eat like maybe some spaghetti with red sauce on it, like a marinara, and a lemonade or an orange juice. I said, "Just stop that for a while." He felt it was the acid, and as soon as that happened, yeah. it went away. That's a good doctor. So I stayed away doctor. from it. I need a new Dr. doctor. Greg. Dr. Greg. Where's he? He's at Texas Station through GBMC. Oh, yeah. Texas Dr. Station. Greg Small. Oh, okay. I don't know where Texas is. Where's, where's that? Cockysville? Greg Small. One Greg of the Small. best. Where's the that? Cockysville? It's right near the Lowe's. Um, and the uh, Costco or Sam's Club. Sam's Club. Yeah. It's oh. right at the base. Oh, right there. Uh, yeah. Oh, I've never yeah, been he's to great. He's pulled me out of some. Yeah, he's pulled me out of some things. So a couple things, John, on that. So, um. Speaking of what you drink, I know you do enjoy a good chocolate milk. I've you stopped know? doing that. Really? really? Yeah. You're I was told, look, I know a lot about this kind of stuff. <laughs> um, two things about chocolate milk. <laughs> I used to drink chocolate milk as a, like after I went to the gym. Right. And I kept, people would laugh at me. A study came out that said chocolate milk was a good recovery drink after mm. you work out. That, that did come out. However, I had another friend that told me, that the highest ratio of cancer in America is Wisconsin. Really? Because of all the dairy. Well, you know what they said now? They said if you do a fast, mm-hmm. I'm trying to do that fast. Yeah, everyone's into fast stuff. I mean, I, I, did, I did a fast for uh, three days. How'd that feel? When I was in um, Cincinnati, I met this guy. He was a retired police officer. Now he's in security. He's a nice guy, Larry. And he, um, he, he told us that he fasts for five or six days. I can one up you but on that. water. But it was good. And so I did it for three. It was good. But it didn't really matter. I can but then I just, when we cut you, but they said there's a study that came out. Thank you. Not from Larry didn't tell me this, but somebody else did. If you fast for a week mm-hmm. with no food, you cut your risk of getting cancer down by like 70%. I mean, hey, I, don't, I haven't studied so the study, but. barring from the WWE, my, my dear friend <laughs> that passed, Nikolai Volkov, yep. was a huge exercise guy uh-huh. and huge um, diet fitness guy. Occasionally, about once a year, he would go for a fast, water only, for a month. Mm. For a month? And he usually made it to about day 21 or 22. He didn't and I eat? just said, Nicolay, that's, that's too intense for me. He didn't eat? Nothing. He would maybe put a lemon spritzer in the, in the water. or um, For 28 man. days? That's crazy. Yeah. Thir- he tried to go 30. He could make it like what 20. What did he die of? Yeah. Heart attack. <laughs> didn't work. Yeah, did, he, did he slim down? Did he lose weight? Yeah, two yeah. Weeks? When he was wrestling, he was like three forty-three. Oh, yeah, 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 he was. And at the end, he was like two forty. Well, now it just seems like yeah. a lot of times I'll be eating or thinking about eating because I have nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I'm not running around as much. Well, maybe go popcorn days. or um. Yeah, I, I got the popcorn. Yeah, but no yeah. salt, no butter, right? No yeah, popcorn. but whatever. You got to have just a the little stuff bit. in the bag. Okay. Roger likes. Yeah, stuff. you got But when you told me about the um the wet sauna. Sometimes you're at the gym, and some guy, the younger guys, they'll do the, the sauna you're in, mm-hmm. then they'll get out and they'll jump in the pool, yep. and then they'll get back in I the sauna. I think you're Have supposed you to that? shower, though. I think you yeah. are supposed to shower. Now, hey, I, I've seen this, and people are telling me this is fantastic for your skin and your all, the um, the cold plunge. I was oh, going to yeah. talk about. Oh my god! I was like, that, Whoa, that's a, man! That's the thing. That's the I new saw one. that. It's like a little like canister kind of yep. thing, and it's Marky it's, Mark does that, and you get in it. I, I can't imagine doing that. People but, swear by it. Yeah, they yeah. swear that it helped. That it, it recovery and all that helps yeah. your inflammation and helps yeah. your metabolism. I don't know how you do that. I jumped yeah. in the bay. I did the polar plunge. Oh, you one did. Yeah. I mean, my feet were cold for the last hey, for twelve that, hours. That after is that. the thing. The I cold feel my feet. This you, sounds crazy. The, probably the best thing, stretching. 
Oh, I do a lot of that too. Yeah. Really? I kind wow. of figured out. When you get in the morning? Yeah, yeah. I kind of figured out a stretch for myself that, and you do it around. And some guy walks up to me and goes, I really like your set. And I, I didn't know what he was talking. I go, what do you mean? I said a stretch. You must have been doing like yoga or something. <laughs> I said, look, I kind of have formulated something that works for me over the years. I kind of figured <laughs> it out. And here's the thing for everybody out there, men and women that are listening to our mm-hmm. listenership. When you do the stretch, like to touching the toes. Now, I know Coach Moeller probably could do it <laughs> with the flexibility. Don't worry about your knees being like locked yeah, in. Yeah. Just do it what works so, for you. Yeah. Now you do that. You stretch too, Rob. Absolutely. Every when do you day do I stretch. That? When I go to the gym or at home in the morning. In the morning. Every day I stretch for like thirty minutes. I'm gonna start, 20, I'm gonna start 30 doing 30 that. I'm writing that down. I think, I'm it, start I think it adds strength to your back too yeah. if you go overheads. Do core, do planks. Pull back. Yep. What time do you guys get up? Seven. I get up out of bed at seven. It's. I vary within like thirty minutes. You get what Six. You're out of bed at six. And then do you have time at home to do your stretch? Is that what you're getting up with? No, I'm more, around, I'm more around a, uh, a fitness kind of what thing. Are you, you taking notes over there? I'm just saying. I mean, I'm trying, I made a goal a couple months ago to get up at 6 every day, to, wake, to get out of bed at How 6. How long did that last? That lasted for about two or three weeks. <laughs> but still, I mean, I'm trying to get up out of bed at 6.30 yeah. just to get some stuff done. I've also that been is. told and found out that early morning exercise might be the most effective of all. What's the first thing you do when you wake up? you check Instagram, Alex? No, I really don't do that. Really? What do you do? Um, I sort of lay around. I get up. I go downstairs. I get a, ice, a glass of ice water. You're big ice water. I drink guy. ice water right away. You while shouldn't the drink ice on. water. Tepid. Oh, really? Room temperature That's what water. That's I said. Room like, temperature. He said the absorption of room temperature yep. water versus That's the first cold thing you're doing water. Wrong. Room yeah. temperature. How do yeah. I get that? Leave it you out just, at night? Just, just leave it out. Just leave, like a, leave it out. Yeah. Just leave like a thing out in Nicolai the counter. Nikolai told me that. And then I tell you the truth. I get up there and I just... Drink some coffee. I have one coffee by myself. Just Who would have thought our stuff. listenership would get? And I listen WWE to the W. Well, this is WBAL radio. Yeah, gets me going. Nice. That's what I do. What I do you guys tr- do in the morning? I turn on ESPN. Have a I have three. three in do you the really three? Wow. Yeah, I love it. I like it. John well, says it's not you, good. I know. Uh, look, well, that's it. everybody. Every, every, it's different for everybody. I never had coffee my whole life. You've never, never drank one sip of coffee. And you're ever. better off. And you're better off. I just right. never, you know. What do you, right. what, what do you do in the morning, Rob? What's your morning? So, routine? yeah, I'll get up. I'll go downstairs. I'll have a cup of coffee. Um, if I don't go to the gym that day, I'll stretch and, um, and get my day started. Oh, yeah. I, I, just, I, like, I like having that time I mean, in the morning you know, I mean, I, usually I'll have coffee, some breakfast with the queen pin. We'll hang out for a little while. If she's well, not, you're in the retired status. Down to, down to, down to you know? Yeah. Are you in a retired status? I don't know, is that what, no, I'm what busy. You... I'm real busy right now. Uh, okay, no offense. By the way, I want to thank uh, Gilman School for hosting us the, every every two weeks. Oh, yeah. yeah this, is, this is terrific, and um, they're really kind and um, keeping they're really, us. They're really uh, by the way, I want, to, I want to get this out. <clears throat> so I saw Coach Barks a couple weeks ago Okay. at a, uh, a record release party that one of the, our friends – who works at Gilman, uh, put together, Justin Baker. Alex's brother played. It was a great he, – he put this kind of band together of teachers and other professionals. Alex's brother was there. It was phenomenal. It was out in um, – where was it? Out? Brooklyn, Brooklyn Park. Park. It was out in Brooklyn Park. and um, It was really nice. So I saw Coach Bartz there, and um, I told Coach Bartz that I would ask you guys this question on air so that Thank everyone you. could listen. He and I, I think, agree – I don't think you two agree with me and Bart's, okay? Both of us think that a WNBA team could beat the most the, – the, the, the high school national champion boys team. Oh, my God. They couldn't beat no. Mount St. Joe. No. They couldn't yes. beat Mount St. Joe. No, no, way. Way. no way. No way. Rob, here's the thing. I played – I thought about this a lot. And watched I, – I played in a league where there were WNBA players, Okay. 
And this was a league like, I mean, I was 45 years old at the time, okay? Maybe even older. I don't know. But there was two WNBA players. Yeah. All right. One was a guard, went yeah. to Virginia. And I don't know. How long ago? 20 years ago? Yeah. And one was a, would be like a, a small forward, but probably, she was probably six foot six one. Yeah. Okay. I just think physically, okay, with the body strength and body weight, they would just get bumped all over the place. The girl, now look, they had their shot, they would knock it down. Okay. Right. I but agree with that. I just think that the rebounding and the defensive kind of thing, I watched last night. Um, the girl Angel Reese. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know what her her height and weight. She's uh, she's six three. Okay, I would say she weighs like one sixty. Mm-hmm. How is she going to go up against? Yeah. You know, seriously. But, so you don't I think know. you don't think that the, that an all an NBA, WNBA team, the Las Vegas Aces, no. could beat Mount St. Joe no. High School? No. no, I think you're crazy. This came up. This came up. History of this. So John was there when I asked. Mr. I know. That's yeah. why. That's why. That's why but, we're debating. But but it, but it came up because some guy on the internet said he gave a million dollars to an NBA right. team if they yeah. played. Right. And that's why. That's why it even came up. Well, here's but, here's here's one for you. Okay, back back in the um because McEnroe was famous famous for this. He said like the 165th ranked player in the men's yeah, side could yeah. defeat. All right, could I, I'm not going Williams. that far. Could beat Serena Williams. Well, Serena Williams said that. She agreed. Right. She right. said I would get crushed. I yeah. would get crushed by now, an average. Here, here's what happened. I mean, there's Jimmy just, Connors played uh, Martina Navratilova when Mar- Martina was in her prime in Las Vegas. Jimmy was shortly retired at that point. Um, they gave her the they gave her the doubles alleys and gave him one serve. He destroyed her. Well, that's a different sport too. I, I, I say it's it's an but analogy. It's same, but I, I, yeah. that's a good point. I mean, just he's the the. I've never wa- I've never watched a WNBA game. Okay, what? so I can't. I'm not what an expert. Wrong in with that. What are you I'm not an expert about? in that. Then how can you make it? Then how can because, you say it? I mean, what's the average woman in that? What's, what's the average height of that girl in the, in the WNBA? I mean, there's a six seven six. Yeah, there's, eight, a, there's a six seven. Brittany Griner, Elena there's Deladon. A, there's a six seven right. person on, in, on maybe per team, and then the average guard is probably and, what five ten. Uh, and Wembyana I mean, is seven and then, foot but then, six. But then we have. I'm, not, I'm talking about a high school team. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying the kids at Mount St. Joe, they have two or three guys that are six seven. Yeah. Plus their guards. What about the Dundalk Community College team? They would they beat them too. It. They could do no it. No way. <laughs> would Dundalk Community College beat Mount St. Joe? No. Or, or, no. 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 Okay. No. So then, um, but remember they they had. Um, St. Francis had that kid ace, that point guard ace, a couple hey, years ago. I mean, hey, he just, a guy like that would just smother the I, woman. They couldn't get a they couldn't get a pass. I think the guy's off. name is Car- there's a guy named Carrington. Okay, that went. They call him Little Bub because his dad is Bub, and Coach Parts knows this. They played him last year. He was a guard at Mount at um, St. Francis, mm-hmm. and he was like the second guy because the first guy wound up going to Maryland. Yeah. I don't know his name. Okay, this guy Little Bub, right? He's at Pittsburgh now. He's uh, a freshman. Little bub. Yeah. He's, he's had like an 18-point, 15-assist, 12-rebound game. These guys can play. Yeah, they, they, would, they look, would smother them. They yeah, couldn't get I, a rebound. They couldn't no, get I, a rebound. I don't think against like, you know, a moderate team or something like that. But these top teams that you see playing like Bronny's Sierra team. Sierra Canyon. All, oh, I'm saying, I'm saying, right. I'm saying, you know, what about, who was Spalding? They had that one kid. Yeah, they had Spalding and Whitmore. I mean, yeah. but I'm saying, and these are just teams in Maryland. I'm saying, they're, right. they're not California They're teams. not, um, they're not, the place, you know, IMG. Uh, Matter Day and all that. Yeah, they're not that. They're, I yeah. mean, 
So you really think that, Rob? Yes, no, I do. I, I, I was I was surprised, Mr. Bart said that. Yeah, Mr. Uh, Mr. Bart and I. He is my baseball. Right. We 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 believe we believe so. All right, let's I move on. I defer to him, but you know. Okay, I do too. But let's but move I, on I just... to some things that that are going on in. <laughs> There's in, nothing in our... more important than that discussion. Yeah, I know that's true. But I wanted to get <laughs> it out because I told Coach Bart we would <laughs> let's debate. Let's get to Supreme Court decisions then. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the the uh, juvenile crime issue. Is not going away. It's it's continuing. I got a couple of clips I'll play for you about, um, you know, all the stuff that's going on in the city. Um, I don't think the mayor has. Um, so the mayor, the mayor uh, has come out and endorsed this woman, Angela also Brooks. Um, and we're going to get that was funny. We're going to get the audio in that too because that she was a funny she, interview. She, she was asked if she would endorse him, and he she walked off the podium. So, uh, but uh, but I've I'll, I'll play that. I don't for know. You. I know who yeah, she that was, is, but I don't okay. know much about. So. Um, and I think the mayor is going to have a really hard time getting reelected. No I mean, doubt. There's just a lot of issues. John, you had a great mayor story. All right. So I wasn't there for this, but um, I'm friends, and I think a lot of <laughs> listeners will know this guy. This guy's name <laughs> is Swami. That's, he's a good friend of mine. You guys have met him. Yeah, he's, okay. we met at the Hall of Fame. So we anyway, here's the deal. Swami lives, he's a Baltimore City resident, and we get, we're going to have to get you the picture for Instagram. Yeah, we'll put All it right. up. So we got that. So here's what happened. Swami lives in a very secluded area off of um, – Cold Spring and Greenspring Avenue. If you get off the exit, you'll go westbound. On Cold Spring. Yeah, and the police station's on the left, yep. and the Loy- new Loyola, um, or the newer Loyola um, the Ridley. facility yeah, is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you take a left, and you kind of curl around, yeah. and he's on this road down there. There might be five, like, Cape Cod houses okay. down there, okay? Mm-hmm. But it's very secluded with uh, trees and foliage and all right. that. So they were having a lot of trouble with all that. Right. So one of the neighbors is very active. He kept calling the mayor's office. Wow. All right, so here's what happens. He tells me the story. Basically, one day, all these trucks show up. Like, 10 o'clock in the morning, all these, like, work trucks show up. And he doesn't know what's going on. The guys are just kind of standing around. And what happens is he goes out and starts talking. He goes, what are you guys up to? He goes, I don't know. They told us to come out here. And the trucks were there for a couple hours. Then the next group that comes up is, like, a press coordinator. Mm-hmm. And also, like, a security detail, okay? And Swami's yard, where the street is, it might be 20, 25 feet to his front door to the Cape Cod. And he's got it decorated real nice. He's a big um, outdoorsman as far as foliage and horticulture and planting. He likes plants. He's into that, okay? Like Gaywood Gardner. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's real good at that, and he's also a a gourmet chef. He's very eclectic. He's a renaissance man. Yeah, he's a duck bin bowling Hall of Famer. I mean, he's got the whole show. So anyway, they're standing like in his driveway and his walkway. It's like, hey guys, like what are you doing? He goes, you need to leave us alone. He's you're in my yard. Like what, what's oh, wow. going on here? Then the press shows up. Wow. From Fox and all these different yeah. things. And this was right around the time of the um, a murder or something. Something happened. Okay, it was right around that time. And things. And now it's like twelve, twelve thirty. All of a sudden, the entourage rolls up. Brandon Scott's there, mm-hmm. okay? Oh, wow. What they were doing was that had been like a named event for the day. Ooh. I guess they disclosed it to the press. And they were going to go there, and he was going to coordinate the cleanup mm. of this area and wow. the taking away of the wood and all this kind of stuff. So he's there, right? So um, And no one in the neighborhood knows this is happening. No, but wow. the, guy, the one guy had, you know. Okay. Yeah, the one guy had kind of complained and all. Oh, okay. And they're going to complain, right. But okay. he's there during the day, you know, so he's there. And Brandon Scott's there, right? Wow. And 
and the picture you have of them with the communities talking. But the main thing was like people like Mackenzie and all were there oh, yeah. to ask them about I, yeah, the current. I was, I was watching that. The though. current issue of the day, either for crime or otherwise, whatever <laughs> it was, that was their moment to get them. Like right. they'll go to you know, yeah. Angela Alsobrook's thing right. and then ask about something else. Right. So that's what happened. So, look, Swami's a pretty endearing guy, okay? Mm-hmm. And um, he goes over to him, and he says, hey, he calls him Brandon. He goes, hey, Brandon, do you like sports? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, I want to show you something. He goes, come with me. And he walks him into his house. Wow. Really? And he went in. Wow. And the security guy's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? He goes, I'm going to show Brandon something. And he's <laughs> going in. All right? And they go into his. He's got to go in as, yeah. a, po- as yeah. a politician. It, it, and he's the press is still around, so it wouldn't look that good. That didn't make the news. Right, right. So he goes, I want to show you something. I'm big. He goes, Are you a basketball fan? And he goes, I know you brought that NAIA tournament here. He goes, Yeah. He goes, I want to show you some stuff. They go downstairs. Over the years, Swami's favorite. That Swami's favorite player. <laughs> Swami's favorite is some Earl water Monroe. Damage in the- Earl, Earl Monroe, Monroe, yeah. That's his guy, yeah. right? So he's got a little thing set up where the TV is. is. He's a horse there. racing guy, too. I met him at Pimlico. Right. So here's what happens. I've given Swami a, a, an original Bullets and a one of his college, uh, North Carolina? Oh, uh, Monroe? Monroe where, went, I don't yeah. know where he went. And North Carolina A&T, maybe, or something yeah. like whatever it was. And um, <laughs> I give him the jerseys, right? And then I give him a picture of, um, of uh, Earl Monroe. Yeah. And the Bullets, like dribbling at the Civic Center, because Swami used to go to the games. So, Earl Monroe was doing, like, a radio show. Yeah. And I said, Swami, he's doing this radio show. Let's go out there. And then when he comes out, we'll get him to sign all your stuff. And he came out. Yeah, we, he was on from, like, 4 to 4.30. We're there at 4.30. Comes out. And I got him. Like, we're all there. So it was great. Good guy. He loved it. He was great. And Swami went to a, a, one of his college games. Um, and they hit it off. And he was great. He wrote to Swami from Earl Monroe. And, and as it turns out, Brandon Scott's dad, who's passed away, he said. That's what Swami told me. I, I'm not sure, but I think he's passed away. I don't know. That was his favorite player. Really? And Scott wow. wanted to know all about Earl Monroe. Mm. He goes, why do they call you Swami? He's like, they just my friends call me that. And he goes, tell me about Earl Monroe. My dad's always talking. That's he nice. Goes, he was revolutionary. That nice. That's a he nice was, story. He was in his basement for 45 minutes. Wow. And they were saying, you got to get this. No, look, I want to talk, right. talk to Swami a little bit more. Yeah. And he said to him, <laughs> he, goes, he goes, Brandon, you know, my son went to Polly. You went to, I think, Mervo. He went to Mervo. And he yeah. says, look, I kind of regret not going to Polly and all this kind of thing. He, he found him very endearing. He is. He's a nice and guy. And he said that um, he said that he plans to run again. He goes, you plan to run again. He goes, absolutely, I want, I want the best for the city and that kind of thing. And he said he was great. Yeah. I just think. He's a personable person. Yeah, I think, I think a, the setting I think he's, he's in is guy, too overwhelming right, at a stage of his career. All of a sudden, he's a law and order guy. Yeah. He's, well, he's, he's, he's taking credit for every person that's not murdered. He's yeah. Not everybody's a politician. Not everybody's good. I at that. didn't like the. Well, he's thing. a person. He's a nice person. I, he's not an organizer. He's not I, a manager. I didn't like when he's he a, said and took credit for the under three hundred. He took credit for it. I didn't like that. Yeah, but, but he, was, like he was you know he was opposed to the police when he ran. If, if we had to now, put our finger on it, totally I'm putting it on one group, the legal group. I think that Bates, with his insistence on the uh, prosecutions, when he can get an, uh, a guy that has to get time. I think that's a big part of it, and I think the judge is not letting them out on bail. I agree. I that's and a big part. I agree that's that. the And I also part think they're they're enforcing crimes they didn't. I think they're enforcing yeah. drug dealing now. Yeah. 
People are calling us about drug but dealing. But I see we no. Didn't, for three years, we got no drug dealing yeah. calls. You know, they I, weren't enforcing. Now, now you're getting them. I, I see, I'm no, not getting the cases, I see no so Brit, Brandon Scott impact on any of this. Right, well, let, let's. I, I mean, want to. I want to play this because this was a pretty awkward moment. But Swami liked him. He's a good guy. He's, he's a nice. He, like he, he worked hard. Here, sure he worked. Like he worked hard for kids in bat. Yeah. I mean, my kid played in the basketball tournament when he was in eighth grade and on uh, near Curly, and he put the whole tournament together. Right, yeah. I mean, he, yeah, he was amazing. He's good at that. He was there with the kids. He was very personable, very endearing, and he said he was extremely, extremely. Down to earth, Good. And but you he's, can he's help. Got his role. You can help the city. You can support right. the city without can, having to be the mayor. That. And he was in Swami's basement for forty minutes. Right. Right. Let's listen to this. Is pretty awkward. I am officially endorsing her campaign for the United States Senate. Will you also be endorsing Mayor Scott's campaign, Ms. Alsobrooks? Will you be endorsing Mayor Scott? in his re-election. Excuse me, Miss Also Brooks, will you also be endorsing <laughs> Mayor Scott in his re-election? I am officially So uh, what she, did she do? When she he, walked away. Did and she look at them or she she had this really crazy she, look on her face like right. don't ask me that question. That thing, I watched awkward. that. That was on Fox forty five and she said, I'm gonna be I wanna um I hope I meet with Mayor Sheila. Di- I hope I meet with Sheila Dixon too. Oh, she did. So. She oh, talked sure. about Sheila Dixon while Brandon Scott was right next to her. Huh. And then, and then I think it was Mackenzie said, or somebody else. It might have been the other one, the uh, the taller version of Mackenzie. She's yeah. not Mackenzie, but and said, "Are you worried that endorsing him may hurt your own campaign?" That's right, because that's it's divided. Yeah. Well, right, because like he's not really doing yeah. the best. And she's like, "We'll right. take it." That's when she's like, "I'll take any support I can get," and I'll, I look forward to hearing from Miss Dixon. I mean. Well, I want to I want to play this for you too, because here's here's another um, on the on the uh, topic of crime. This I, I came across this. You guys might know who this guy is. Do you remember Jimmy Mathis? No, WBO? he's being radio. I don't, yeah. yeah, right. Well, let me play this for you because he got his car stolen in front of his house, and now he's <laughs> talking about it. Had a steering wheel locking system on it. How they got through it, I do not That's know. That's not Jimmy. Thieves uh, weren't deterred by his steering wheel lock and security cameras. The criminals are this Jimmy emboldened. They don't. They don't care. They just. They just don't. Fox 45 News employee Jimmy Mathis also okay. knows the struggle of having a car stolen. So right before Thanksgiving last Sunday, uh, my car, which is a uh, Volkswagen Passat was stolen a couple blocks from the station. He called Baltimore police. They didn't show up, but they took a police report. And within just two hours after his car was stolen, the vehicle was involved in an accident. They called me back and they told me that it would be at city impound. The police told Mathis that three juveniles had taken his car. And after visiting the city impound lot, Mathis says his car is no longer drivable. Shock. It's not just property theft. It's not. If you don't own your home, your car is the most valuable thing that you probably own. Mm. And it's not a luxury. It's the way that you get your kids to school, that you go to your job. Had a steering wheel. So. He had the steering wheel lock. He had the, and he had the steering wheel lock, the first guy. It is. It's yeah. a pain. And, but that's the thing. The mayor, should, he just doesn't. Like C4 says, there should be, you know, this should be problem number one. This is an emergency so, problem. So what, about, deal the, what about the gov? He doesn't so do that. the gov here? The gov's on vacation. He's friggin' hey, at the beach. He never, He's jumping off of here's a the thing with the high government. dive at Navy. He never indoor. answers a question. You could ask him about a specific thing. He would just change it. It'd be... He's like a cheerleader. He's he, like a rah-rah guy. Listen, we talked about it. He really blew it with me on that on that Oreo right, lease. Right. That was so well, They still haven't signed it. Well, I mean, yeah, he lied. That was a straight-up lie. Like flat that out was lie. a lie. Right, well, so here's, here's what I love. Over some petty BS. Here's, here's political BS. That's Mackenzie right. Frost got her got her um, nails into him. And I want you to listen to this. Same same, same setting. So so she's at a... So 
the mayor, the governor, evidently showed up at a press conference to unveil his crime plan. Plan. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. So she, of course, Mackenzie's a she's. She's the, she goes at. She, when can we she's get her the on grand the show? Okay, so here she's we go. Mr. Bartz, get her. Go here find go. her for us. <laughs> I know you've said in the past that you will unveil your own juvenile crime plan. Where do we stand on that? Well, I think what people know is that we've been working with individuals all across the aisle to be able to address this problem. We, we're we're very clear. On, oh, on you are. He's he not answering the question. I will work with anybody. Well, what's clear? We're up for, we're up for everything. Let's see if he's clear. Hold on. And the challenges uh, that DJS has had and that have been long standing. Uh, we're clear that when we came into office, we walked into uh, a, a DJS that was understaffed and underfunded. Okay. So now we're going to start going after right. that might be the, the previous administration. Jim Brochin said yeah. the same thing. Well, I got Brochin too. You want to hear him? No, well, he said the same thing. Okay. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Reason why I appointed a true reformer. But do you have a timeline? Who's the true reformer? Who's the true reformer? Oh, he's the guy. Yeah, that tech guy. He's the guy that says if you're under 25, you're not responsible. Oh, he's the guy that came out with the report, right? Yeah. And then he said crime went down. And for when the public will see your vision for this moving forward, leading on this issue. When are the public going to see it? Oh yeah, the the public will will see our complete rollout prior to the legislature. Legislative session. When? And we're working in partnership with Democratic and Republican leaders uh, to be able to ensure that the basic principles that we have laid out before how do you increase <laughs> accountability? How are we making sure that we're addressing they the issue of word. illegal guns and, the, and, and how easy it is to gain access to illegal guns? And also, I know the legislature is working on tweaks and reforms to laws that were passed before I became the governor that we want to see and we anticipate seeing. And I All right. So there, there she is. I like the when. That's great. She should have said it again. She, but when? When are you doing it? Yeah. What? When is this going to happen? That was yeah. a good question. Right. She's great. So um, <laughs> he's just got to do it. I don't. That. How can he appoint that guy? I know. He says that crimp. You know. What's the guy's name? Vincent. Vincent Chinofrio. What's it? Something. No, that's he, an actor. He's, a, he's a one. <laughs> Isn't that an actor? <laughs> Vincent Chinofrio. But he said Chiraldi. 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 Like Calvin Chiraldi. I was going to say, there was a Calvin Chiraldi. He says, you're not responsible for a crime. Yeah. I mean, that makes no sense. We're sending guys to fight at 18. Um, well, you, you guess you can get a sex So, charge. So, what do. <laughs> well, you're not, yeah. you're not responsible for your crimes. But. Right. So, um, it, it, it's, that, that's outrageous. So, what do you think? I mean, I he doesn't answer the question. He never think, does thank it. God I've made one. It. That's what I think. Yeah. And thank God I'm that U.S. attorney. I mean, they, you know, they're arrested. They're, 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 it seems to me that the U.S. attorney's office is taking a lot of cases now. I, I talked More than they did. Hey, I talked to an attorney this week. You'll like this. And it was a gun case, gun in the car, and the conviction that um, negated or required a, um, a mandatory penalty was a... 16-year-old drug case, mm -hmm. okay? Wow. And the guy just had it in the car. So that was his uh -huh. disqualifying crime, right? Now, apparently, in this case, the judge had some discretion because of the age oh, of the if, nature Yeah, of if it's crime, over a certain age. Right, that, that he could discretion. He could make it five with. They, they did not come off the five without. Wow. But the judge, in his discretion, gave the guy three. Mm. In I thought the old he could only days, make it five with, with. No, I don't know. I don't know. I thought he. I, I was told he got three. But what I'm saying is, in the old days, they would just yeah. say you give him three, and then right. close the case in out. The, the in the old days, he, the, the five without never would have been on the table to start. Right. Never would have been the starting point. It'd been something lower than that. 
I agree. And that's I'm telling you, that's why I think the murder the murder numbers are down because the guys with the guns are off the street. Yeah, the ones they catch, the yeah. ones they are off the street. So if you can eliminate a portion of that well, sample set, that's what you got to do. Somebody called me the other day, and I mean, he didn't retain me, so I can we can talk about it. But he was he's a juvenile, and he was on home detention because he had a gun. Okay, so he was in home detention, so he's not supposed to be out of the house. But he's still waiting trial that on that, on that case. Then he's outside in violation of the home detention, and someone starts shooting at him. So then he pulls a gun and shoots at the other person. So and he's he, a juvenile. So what happens there? I mean, it's he, the, according to the family, it's on video. So I mean, it's just it's just bad for him. But but I mean, the kid's a juvenile. He's, on home detention. He, he's a juvenile on home detention for, for already, a gun. For a gun. And now he's out again, violation of mission, and he pulls a gun and shoots at someone in self-defense. But still, I mean, so speaking, it's just, I was like, geez, oh, Speaking of guns, I want to I'm gonna play one more thing for you. Alex, you might recognize this, this uh, case. Towson High School late last night after police say a 16-year-old boy walked into a hospital <laughs> with a gunshot wound. This incident happened in the parking lot of Towson High School. Police say a 9mm handgun was recovered. Police are also... Was that, did, did, was that your case? <laughs> we, might have, we might have been involved in that for a bail <laughs> review situation. But we were never retained. We never oh, you were didn't retained. retain. For after that, was that the Just picture? For the bail was that the picture of the mom? That, was that the mom you put? Oh up? yeah, that was the mom. Okay, so so we put a picture the on, on Instagram a little bit she ago. Owed, she, she owed like a couple hundred dollars. She never came down and paid the rest. So she owes and you a couple hundred bucks. Firm, yeah. And then she never retained us. But he was a nice young man. I think he wants to be a veterinarian. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> You know what he'll do? He'll be the guy when the horse breaks down, he can get a gun yeah. out and shoot the horse. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Right? Or him Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that was an innocent situation. <laughs> what do you mean it was innocent? <laughs> I was forget innocent? exactly. It was like... Why did he... Why, what was he doing, to, was around he doing with to Towson High School? The kids were toying around with it. They were, like, playing with it and it went off. And whose was it? His? I don't, I don't think we know that. That was... That was oh, we, no, no one asked that. We're not there yet. Um, we're, not, <laughs> we're not there with that ever. Just, okay, sorry. I just want to disappeared on. Speaking so that was of uh, good. Speak, was that was good, right? That was pretty so, good. Um, speaking of um, Baltimore Councilman um, Alex, <laughs> so a couple weeks ago we talked about uh, meeting Zeke Cohen, who um, went to, <laughs> to this graduation that uh, Judge Pastore has, and you know, he was all he was all lovey dovey, right, Alex? I mean, he was a little he's a little lovey dovey, lovey dovey, a little friendly, yeah. Um, what um, what Alex? You you got into a little spat with this guy on Facebook the other day, right? Uh, Were you I doing? Mean, I don't know. I don't, is I don't that know one? Is that one? Of, is that one of your morning routines? I mean, I'll look at that stuff. I'm on Facebook. Okay, so and I guess I follow. So t- him. Tell us what. I don't happened. know if I follow t- him or not. Tell the story because it's okay. a great story. I don't know if I follow him or not. Okay, but you know things pop up. So he posted something after we met him. He posted. Um, there's a. Great, um, there's a great bakery, isn't it? bakery in Canton yeah. called Cafe De Leon or De Leon or something. Yeah. yeah. And my brothers were talking about it for years. We went one time. There's a you know, there's always a line. They have yeah. great egg salad, and it's just like it's crazy in there. It's like a New York place. Yeah. You know, but in New York they probably have a hundred of them. Here they have one. Right. So there's always a line. They have the egg salad is good, but then the pastries they look artful. They're great. Right. So. And I just checked. I don't follow him, so I don't know how it even oh, came don't. up. I don't know how. Maybe I followed the, the whatever the bakery or something. Anyway, 
So that's in his district, and he posted a picture of them a little before Thanksgiving, and there were people in line, and it said something like, I'm fortunate to have in my district this great bakery. There's always a line there. And this great Korean-owned bakery. You know? So first of all, I've been there before. I didn't know it was Korean-owned. My brother has did, goes there all the you, time. Nor did you care? My brother never told me he was Korean. Right. Not that I... Who cares what it is, you know? And that's what my initial thought was. So in my mind, I said, you know, I said, this is ridiculous. Why is he even saying this? So then I said, for the heck of it, I just responded to this. And I said, why are you talking about what their race is? You know? Mm-hmm. What does it matter? Right. Why does it matter? What does it matter what their race is? And then a couple other people commented how good the bakery was and all this. And then, of course, he... He commented, why does their race offend you or something like that? You know, like my bringing their race up offend you. And I, and I mean, so he turns the questioner on me and I, I said to him, and I said, I got to respond to that. And I said, well, I don't think I even got to the offensive thing because it's just a childish comment. And I said, you are the one talking about the race. What does their race matter? Yeah, why does it you know? matter? There you go. Why does it, what does it matter? It doesn't We're matter. We're here together. Urban and then unity. he didn't say anything. He didn't even respond to that. No. Which is fine, but it was just, it's just the pandering. I mean, is he pandering to the Korean community to get votes from Korean people? I don't know. What's the purpose of it, you know? Who cares who owns it? What, the, what race the people were? So it's an awesome bakery. Right. That's what he should so have said. The, the, the idea. It just was annoying. It just right. was annoying. So and it's, I it's a, it's a it. great um, illustration of, of I think, um, you know, the, the idea of identity politics. Every, everybody's identified yeah, by just, something. Just, it's just and, a and great I don't, bakery. And I, and I don't think we need to do that. I mean, um, it, it doesn't matter. Is it going to stop people? I mean, do you? Does it? It's certainly not going to have an, an impact on whether you go to the bakery or not, right, Alex? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Go, you're going to go. Other people right. are supposed right. to go. It doesn't yeah. matter. So you never just, thought, who never thought about right. it? It doesn't I, matter. I got a message for Zeke Cohen. The only race, in the words of Morton Downey Jr., <laughs> the only race that matters is the human race. <laughs> That's how, uh, we we got to right. adopt that. Yeah. But I think they're open in a deli too next door. <laughs> are they? I mean, sold out. I mean, it's wonderful. Right. And and I think it's an you know an Italian inspired deli. Is that okay if they're Korean? Yeah. Well, no, I don't even really like Korean food. The, most of Korean food I don't like. Like I've all those places in Ellicott City, yeah. Yeah. all that hot pot stuff. I don't like that at all. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's Korean <laughs> I or what. Have, you, I don't had, like have you had real Korean food? I've been, my brother and I went to one of those oh. places in Ellicott City. Oh. And it's, what about it's not drink? for me. You ever had those so I like, but I like baked goods. beads at the bottom? Yeah. Never, I've, I've bubble never tea. had that. My I've never had it either. My loves that. Bubble is it, tea. Is it good? She loves oh, it. Oh, I can't the stand it. The kids love it. What is it? Do you chew on that? Do you chew on that? It looks plastic. I don't know. Remember, we went to one of those places. Oh, we, I took you guys. Yeah, that was. We geez. got ice cream. Was that good or what? What a that Korean was probably event? nine, Korean, eight years ago. A Korean yeah. restaurant? No, it was a um, dessert place. And, oh. and we were and in Elgin City. I we got, were at that Kiwanis right. field. Yeah, you know that field. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the and I, it was one of the guys on the team and his mom and you. We and were on the Redbirds then. And we went down, and we got um. I got see, him these see, hot. Rob was there, but yeah. you know he was. We wasn't people. He got the, we got him these hot waffles with ice cream on them, oh, yeah. and they were they were great. Wasn't Beautiful. Good? Mom liked that. You treated you treated yeah. the mom. Well, treated any the any, um, any other nice. great uh, any other good stories? Um, any other loss? Last couple. Of I, weeks? Got going on? Go ahead, John. I got one. I got one. I want to hear. Hey, this, I'm going to dedicate this to everybody that's in the law profession. Okay. It's so simple to be a lawyer. All that kind of thing. So I told Alex about this. The day before Thanksgiving, it was a, not, I'm sorry, the Monday before Thanksgiving. I can't remember the date, but the Monday before. I've got a case at North Avenue District Court, which is right at North and Hartford Road. And look, it's kind of busy. The traffic around there is kind of steady, but it's not crazy. Is that where we went, John? I mean, yeah, that's where we yeah, went. Yeah, that's Rob where we were. There. So I park on Hartford Road. 
go about the half block, and then you cross over and you go into the courts, right? So I'm waiting there, and the um, I'm going to go what would be northbound across North Avenue and then go in the steps and go up. It's the old Sears building, if people know that. <laughs> so what happens is I start. I walk in the crosswalk. I take about three steps into the crosswalk. Not one, one but about three steps. There was this person that was coming southbound on Harford Road and making a left onto eastbound North Avenue. Okay. I think they either were trying to beat the light or went through the red light on the left. Yeah. Rob, that was it. I thought that was it. I, I froze, and they stopped literally about 18 inches oh away god. from oh me. Oh, my god. I would have had a broken left leg at least. And So was your walk symbol on? Yes. Yeah, the white, the white figure, you know. And I was like, and then I just backed up, and then they continued to go. And God bless her, I don't know who she was. There was an, a lady at the bus stop that started screaming at the lady. Really? What's really? wrong with you? Really? You know, like that kind of thing. To start screaming at the driver, and it was, just wow. like, it was like some kind of SUV. I can't even tell you what John, the color you was. Been, you would have made so, that's right. your hips. I'm surprised right. with all the work. I would have had that. you. I would have had you with your oratory skills give the give the um <laughs> the eulogy give, yeah, the eulogy at my funeral for sure. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't jump out of the way. You no, I, I froze. My really? reaction was to froze. I think. Had it continued, I would have tried to jump up. Yeah, you would have jumped but up. I, I don't think I, I might not have had it in me. You would have been thrown. Yeah, I sure. might not have had it in me. I really don't. I, I don't know. I mean, if I was like a, you know, a Towson Hall of Famer, like Jimmy Rosenfield or something, yeah. I could have just sprung out of the way. It just, it froze me. It was, it was 8.30 That's in the shocking, morning, Monday right. morning. And I thought that. that you thought that was yeah, it. Yeah, that was my last appearance. Are you on, is that right by the Walgreens there? It's Caddy Corner, yeah. like diagonal to the well, Walgreens. We would have figured out a way to yeah. have you yeah. do this from, from your yeah. bedside. We would have had you call <laughs> If I made it. If I made it. You would have you know? made it. You would have made yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're a quick healer. You, yeah, you yeah. I find when, like, when you leave the place like that, say you're, when you're leaving, say you're crossing over. Right. Um, what is that? That's Harford Road. That's right? Harford and North Avenue. Harford. You're crossing Harford to Walgreens. Yeah. I always take a few steps and stand in the street. Do you do that? I don't stand on the corner. Remember, I, Rob, we did that. You stand on the just, street. Because that's what the, people do there. The and then you look the around day, and you're on the, the street. The time of the day matters. You know? Yeah, yeah. the time of the day matters, for sure. You got to hustle across. Yeah, that but, place is yeah, a different but that's, world. That's where it was. So it's it's so easy being like, we go around all these places, know all these right. parking places. It's like, that could have been it. Like, I got a couple more things, too. Didn't a lawyer die like that? Oh no, the guy died on the courthouse steps. That was um, Phil Sutley. Yeah, died on the courthouse. Committed, committed to his co- uh, profession. Really? I got, a, I got a couple other things. Um, what do you guys, what do you guys think of Elon Musk? I don't know much about him. I don't know much about him either. I mean, I, I like the idea of um, whatever. There's cars, I guess. I don't know. I don't know much about him. I don't think he really likes the Jewish people that much. Why? Why you say that? Didn't he tweet something about that or something? Yeah, but then he sure. went to Israel. Oh, really? I just the, thought he the, did. The I don't know. I don't, I don't even know. know. Why did I even say that? I don't know. So anyway, you know that that he bought Twitter and he's changed the name to X <laughs> and all this. Yeah. And all this yeah, I don't know why stuff. he did Jesus, that either. Alex, thanks. That was gross. <laughs> I I mean, broke my eardrum. <laughs> I know. Um, um, Take so, that out in editing. <laughs> <laughs> it's too high, too high tech for me. Um, so so he he's a strange guy, right? He's got kids and he's named them some like. Numbers and letters, and you know, does he have how many kids does he have? He's got like eight or nine, but he's really? had he's had like two kids with with this singer, Canadian singer Grimes, and oh. she's she's got a crazy. I mean, anyway, he bought Twitter, and I can't it, I mean, lots of money, and he's just basically he's he's pissed people off with um, you know his tweets, and some people think he's a 
he's a mega trumper and other people think he's just uh, uh well he is he's a he's he's just so eccentric so anyway he was on uh, he was because of his tweets a lot of big companies are pulling pulling Sport. advertising from oh, I saw that I so heard I did see that Disney IBM Paramount big ones and so he was asked about this in a, in a um an interview with Aaron Sorkin, and um, I want to listen. I want you to listen to this because this guy—he's—he's he's an interesting cat, and I want—I want to get your 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 thoughts on this. Um, what was that trip like? And obviously, you know that there's a public perception that, and, and you're clarifying this now. Um, but there's a public perception that that was part of a apology tour, if you will. That this had been said online. There was all of the criticism. There was advertisers leaving. We talked to Bob Iger today. I hope today. they stop. You hope? Uh, don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? If somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go f yourself. But go f yourself. <laughs> is that clear? I hope it is. Hey, Bob, if you're in the audience. Bob Iger well, from well, Disney. Let me ask you then. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel. Don't about, advertise. How do you think then about the economics of, of X? If, 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 if part of the underlying model, at least today, and maybe it needs to shift, maybe the answer is it needs to shift away from advertising. Um, if, if you believe that this is the one part of your business where you will be beholden to those who uh, have this view, what do you do? F Y. I, I understand that, but there's a reality too, <laughs> right? Yes. No. No. I, I mean, Linda no, Yaccarino's right here, and she's got to sell advertising. I, I, absolutely. So, um, no, no, totally. So, so, no, no. Actually, what what this advertising boycott is uh, is, is going to do? It's, it's going to kill the company. And do you think that the company? I, I, but, and the whole world will know that those advertisers killed the company, and we will document it in great detail. Hmm. But there are those advertisers, I imagine, are going to say. That rationale is a little crazy. Oh, yeah? Some like crazy person. So I'm, there's only a little bit more, but I want you to, because he's, he's a strange cat. So his premise is he doesn't care. He doesn't want people to advertise. He wants the advertisers, he wants the companies that aren't going to advertise to kill the company, and then they're going to document how they've killed the company. And it will then, in some, you know, in, in his re reasoning, um, it'll get back on the companies because they killed the platform that everybody wants to talk about and spread news on. So it'll bo they'll boycott them. So they'll boycott yeah, them. So his, so his logic, right, his logic is, you know what, that's fine. You, you yeah. don't want to, you'll kill it, we'll shut it down. And, of course, this guy has so much money, he can afford to lose $440 billion That's right. that he paid for. This isn't a real thing. He's just doing goofing around. I, I, you're, I don't think he, had, he thought that out. I think he made that up. That's on the fly. Okay, so let's, let's listen. He, to I, don't, I think that was made up. I think they're he was just sell to, sell to but They're going to say, that, they're gonna say, Elon, that you killed the company because you said these things and that they were inappropriate things and that they didn't feel comfortable on the platform, right? That's, see, that's and, what and they're going to say. And let's see how Earth responds to that. Earth. So me, okay, this, then this goes back to we'll, the, we'll both make our cases, right? And we'll see what the outcome is. What are the economics of that for you? I mean, you, you have enormous resources, so you can actually keep this company going for a very long time. 
Would you keep it going for a long time if there was no advertising? I mean, if the company fails because of an advertised boycott, it will fail because of an advertised boycott. And that will be what bankrupted the company, and that's what everybody on earth will know. What do you think then of the, again, this goes back to the idea to of trust, though. Then it'll I, be gone. And it'll be gone because of an advertised boycott. But, but you recognize that some of those people are going to say that they didn't feel comfortable on the platform. And I, I, wonder, I just wonder and ask you, and think about that for Tell a second. Tell it to the judge. But the, but the judge is going to be... Uh, the judge is the public. So that's Aaron, um, yeah. Andrew Sorkin. Sorry, I said Andrew, um, Aaron, Andrew Sorkin, who um, works for CNBC. Uh, you, what do you make, Alex? You're I, just he, I think he made that up. I think he was trying yeah. to be a tough guy. Really? He's always trying to be a tough guy. Really? So you I don't think, think he's thought about that much. So you don't Because the guy said they're, they're giving you problems with the advertising. What are you going to do? Just fuck, F them then or whatever he said. I think I mean, he's an ultra-rich guy. Just, yeah, I don't think he... That has an ego that can't right. even be measured. Right. He's like, look, you want to do this? And then you could even tell in the voice of the interviewer that he was intimidated by him. Andrew Sorkin. Yeah. And, you know, he's beholden to him because he's a guest and he's yeah. giving him every chance to clean up. It, you know, look, you're going to get these kind of guys, esoteric guys... There's not a lot of regular people at his level. Um, I even think like a guy like Mark Cuban. I mean, they, they make decisions you can't understand. I, right. I mean, he, well, he, that's he, right. Cuban he, just, and, sold, and he, he just sold the map. I, I don't know what he's doing or what the purpose behind that is, but his identity is defined as being the owner of the Mavericks and the Shark host Tank. of Shark Tank. And this time next year, they'll both be gone. Yeah, because he's not on Shark Tank yet, right? He's no, done. he says, I got said, one more year. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. they said, that, I think he made his money, what, he like was... He made it he, possible so we he, could listen to music. He owned a broadcast radio uh, on the internet, and what he did was his idea. He was an Indiana graduate. He's from Pittsburgh, Indiana grad, and you could listen on the internet yeah, to, the, he to the that. Indiana he games. The, well, oh, yeah, the and, technology. Yeah, so he was that that source. Oh, and okay. I, mean, I think Lund they was, sold it for like a billion dollars or something like that. But I guess yeah. he. What did he buy Twitter for? Some crazy like. Well, about, I'm, oh, I'm talking about Cuban. Cuban. Oh yeah, about I'm moving on. Yeah. But didn't he buy it for like four billion dollars yeah, or something? Like 40, 40, oh, 40 billion? I think so. I mean, he had that much yeah. money. He's loaded. He has more than. <laughs> doesn't that's what the guy? That's what they say. The owner of the um, Hornets, have, not the Hornets, the Panthers, Charlotte Panthers. Really, oh, Tepper. He has thirty six billion. Tepper. But it, I just think he doesn't. I think he was just making that up. And I, I know what. I mean, he invented the technology to go to the, obviously the Tesla stuff. Then he, he's trying to pe- put somebody on the moon. And then he made that satellite technology. That 44, he can, 44 billion. That's what he bought it for? For Twitter, oh yeah. Oh, my God. Mm. And then he can make anybody, you know, give, get internet anywhere. Right. And he was dropping that in Ukraine and all that. I don't, I don't he know. He must be a smart just, guy, but that doesn't he, mean he has common sense. No, he's just, he, just, he's a, he must be a tough guy. Didn't he say they were gonna, he was going to fist fight the, um, the guy who runs When are you going to fight a guy? Face, yeah. Facebook. Mark. Yeah. And they were going to have a fist fight. <laughs> They're gonna have like a boxing match. But I, I hope I hope he's right. I hope Twitter does go away. I think it's gross. I think you all you don't like Twitter. Gross. Are you? you know, on, do you get? I don't like Twitter. I can't no. get on it because I'm I don't belong to it. Yeah. And when you, you can, it's just if stupid. you would hit it like after a Google or something, yeah. this thing comes up. It's like a white box has X in the yeah. corner. Yeah, and I can't get on. We got to put your whatever. password in and all. It's they stupid. need us. That's what that's what that guy needs. He needs raw justice. Yeah, he should have that. Why did he change the name? What do you say about that? I don't know. I'm surprised. You, I'm surprised. Probably you like some statement that, like, look, it's it, it, the, well, it's, it, I was calling it nothing, but it's called the, SpaceX, yeah. right? That's yeah. the one that does uh, all the rockets uh, and stuff. Yeah. I'm sure there's so a connection. Fake. Twitter, John. So um, fake. Let, let's uh, all that crap. Let, let's uh, let's get this wrapped up a little bit. Tell us a little bit about Drexel. What's happening? <laughs> all right. With so Drexel? I think we met on the Thursday or Friday before the open house. So we were talking about trying to um, 
you know, go up there and, and get, it was an open house, a lot of people there, okay? So look, I'd been there one time before, so I knew the layout approximately of the where everything was and all that. So the first thing was, you guys will really like this, I think. This has become like a staple I go to. <laughs> so I drove up Sunday, and my daughter and her mom were there Saturday to do Philadelphia things. They had a wonderful time. Good. They went to the they Love liked, Sign. They Philly. They went to um, near the Art Museum. Yep. Which, by the way, Sunday, Sunday, December 3rd, uh-huh. is Rocky Day in Philadelphia. Really? What? Wow. Yeah, and he will be there. No and they're opening a gift shop with all Rocky oh stuff. Where's that? At the, steps, the at the steps, at the steps, at the steps of the where Rocky the people run. Day. They're having a Rocky gift shop there. <laughs> and they, I looked at it last night. They got some cool stuff. They have, like, replica shorts. and wow. It's really, that was a great movie. That'd be fun. Phenomenal. We'll all right, so anyway, they did all that, but she never watched Rocky, but they went on, like, the 60th floor of the new hotel. It's like a Ritz-Carlton there. I mean, it's kind of neat, or maybe a Four Seasons or whatever it is. So we were getting close to the start time. What you do, you'll go to a designated spot in your area of study, and they'll give you a little presentation, okay? So here's what happens. Um, I got there a little early. Just, you know, I was there before, and she was going to be dropped off, and we're going to zip into the building and sit down and then park and then get together right so i was there early and they had these really nice kids that are students there that are you know helping guiding out. people yeah they're great here you go here you go there so there was this girl there her name was emma right and she was it turned out she was like third year or whatever i said hey emma can you play it can you help me play a joke with my daughter <laughs> oh god oh yeah no problem here we go okay. oh my god so she comes <laughs> up and i go let's go let's go ask where to go you know whatever so we go over to emma and i said I said, hi, um, could you tell us where to go? We, it's going to start in there. It's going to start in a couple minutes. You might want to go in and get a good seat. She goes, um, she goes, wait a minute. That voice. <laughs> oh, God. Raw justice, right? Oh, no. And she goes, I just listened to 15 yesterday, <laughs> and it was, it was really oh, good. Man. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed everything about it. I really enjoyed the bull roast discussion. <laughs> so she, th- they, she knew. It, she really takes it. She, she likes it. It's fun. It's That's fun. Hilarious. But here's here's the big productive thing that happened. And I'm going to encourage all our listeners, particularly the younger ones. This is something like like guys guys that are businessmen, like Jeff Moeller, and you know Ken Pierce and and Jimmy Rosenfield, who was successful but sort of in the semi-retired stage. Of it. So we talked about going to meet her. Um, her person, her um, admissions person, yeah, yeah, yeah. Becky Brady. We were talking Becky about Brady, that, right? Yeah. So here's what happens, right? I got there early. I walk through the, the, and the admissions office, right? So I just took mm-hmm. a buzz through early, and it was just students in there helping people, all right, whatever. So near the end, that's like the original building okay. that the school was housed yep. in. It's at 31st Street. It's really neat architecturally with statues and marble and all. It's right it's by real, the train station. It's, it's a block away. It's great. It's really neat. So here's what happens. Um, it, was, it ended at 4, and it was like about 3.20. And she goes, I want to try to get some like, things like, you know, if they have a T-shirt okay. or a giveaways, yeah, yeah. you know, lanyards, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go, let's go over there, right? And it was like 3.30. She was get, picking some pens up and talking to somebody. The, the clubs had all set up in there. Yeah. I go, listen, let's just give it a shot. Let's go up to the admissions thing. Maybe she'll be up there. Becky Brady. Right. So we go up there, right? And the guy that gave the introduction mm-hmm. to the presentation was there. Yeah. And he had like a ponytail. He's a neat guy. How'd you right? find the presentation real quick? Do you think you did a good job? <coughs> it was good. He did a good job. He was like the presenter, okay. and then they brought the expert right. in in that field. Okay. Yeah. 
So I said, hey, listen, before I ask you my question, I go, you were great in that presentation. <laughs> I told him how good he was. And it was good. Yeah. Okay. And I said, you mentioned that you're, you've lived in Philadelphia. You've grown to love it. And I go, where do, you, where do you like, what part of town do you live in? He goes, I live in South Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And I go, I was there this morning. And he goes, where were you? I go, I went to Gino's and got a steak on the way mm-hmm. in at like 10, 15. He goes, I live two blocks from there. So we just talked a little bit. He goes, where are you from? I said, I'm from Baltimore, right? He goes, I just went to the Springsteen concert down there, oh, right? Wow. The one that they had. And I said, what's, your, I said, what's your favorite song? Did you like it? He goes, my favorite, favorite song is Badlands. I go, that's got a great beat, doesn't it? Oh. Like, look, like, I'm not a Springsteen yeah, like fan, I'm not a big f- but I knew is. enough. Right, you could talk to talk. Yeah. And <clears throat> I, go, I go, well, look, it was really fun meeting you. Here's my daughter. You know, she had come in at that point. I go, let me ask you a question. I said, is Becky Brady here right now? And he goes, he says, um, Becky Brady, I share an office with her. Oh, gosh. Right? And I go, I go, do you, do you think she'd mind talking to my daughter or meeting her? Because she's, on, <laughs> uh, she's in daughter. her thing, right? And she goes, he goes, she would love that. And I go, well, where, like, where is she? He goes, she's at the tent where you come in. I go, near the dragon statue? And he goes, yeah. So I knew how to get there. It's like, boo, boo. He goes, just go over there. Tell him I said. I was like, okay. So we go over there. All right. So she was, all right, they have this tent set up where they're giving away, yeah. you know. Giveaways, yeah, whatever. And, and a map right, and yeah. all that. So it was a lady and two guys, mm-hmm. okay? And it's got to be Becky Brady. She's yeah. the only lady, right? Yeah. So I walk under the tent from the back, tap her on the shoulder. <laughs> and I said, I said, ma'am. This is Philadelphia. Have you, have you, um, do you know who Becky Brady is? Oh, God. That's me, <laughs> okay? I go, can I have you meet my daughter? Sure. I brought my daughter in the tent. Her mom's there and all that. I said, I said, Becky, this is my daughter, and told her her name. I said, I believe we're in your area for um, yeah, recru- admissions. Uh, yeah, mission, yeah. And, um, you know, here she is, right? And then I just got out of the way. Yeah, you let, and you, I let them. Organically, them organically yeah. you let that happen. Now, look, <laughs> yeah, I said, yeah, yeah. she said, she goes, she wanted to talk. She goes, I was just in Baltimore. I went to a great barbecue place called Jake's Grill. Oh, wow. I go, is that on, like, a, a rural kind of place? It's the one on Falls Road that Chris Vapore likes so much. Yep. I go, I've been there. I go, I've been there. It's great. There's a, there's another place that's a little bit better. She goes, I really <laughs> like it down there. I go, what schools did she go to? There's Gilman. Really? She was at oh, the she three was here? here. Yeah. And she just started in September. Okay. And then I go, look, you got some high-end people. Yeah. You know, you got some expectations coming out. And she liked that. And then she, she asked my daughter what her essay was about, and she told her. Because I remember reading that. She reads 30 essays a day. Yeah, wow. I bet. Now, that was for the early admission thing or whatever. Yep. And then that day she was only doing 25, you know. She goes, I remember that. And she said, look, you know, um, I think you're in good standing here or whatever. I, she kind of, you know, right. whatever. She and I a said. A um, little bit of It was a there. nice, yeah. 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 And then I said, I said, look, I don't want to put you on the spot or anything. But do you have like a timetable that we that she might expect a um a fee, some feedback? I didn't say you know yeah. I used the word feedback. He goes prior on December fifteenth. Oh nice. It'll come in an email. Make sure you open up. It's a nice thing. But we sh- it enabled my daughter to walk away with a positive experience mm. and a contact person. That's a great, that's a it great was just a nice human experience. You, know you know what I love about that story. Yeah. This, this this story. And I wasn't wearing a suit. What were you What were you wearing? Just sweats, like a t-shirt sweatshirt or whatever. Do you have sweats on? I had sweats on, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Becky Brady. Becky yeah. Brady was running for the hills when nice. she saw you. No, she was nice. We we talked. I said I went to Gino's. She goes, I go. Where would you recommend we stop for pizza? She goes, there's this place, Angelo's. I had. I said I got two people that say Angelo's. Is she from Philly? Um, she, she went. Just... I think she went to school in that okay, area. So she knows the area. And then she talked about her daughter coming to school in Maryland. She wants to go to St. Mary's. Oh really? And I said, look, it's a, it's it's probably about three hours from here. She goes, yeah, that's about right. And she has a daughter that's 17. So Becky Brady is kind of, I mean, she's not like right out of college. It's, no, it's very, it's, she was very relatable oh, okay. to the experience. So oh, she, look, I can't say anything. Did you tell her about raw justice, though? No. <laughs> no, we didn't. And I hope she doesn't listen. I think it was all set up. Because it went, it went very, I know that word, new word, organic. It was very, it was a really good Well, here's experience. what I love about that story, John. Yeah, it was we, fun. We, we, it was before, nice. we, uh, before we got into the uh, studio, we were talking about, um, Felicity Huffman, who was on, I think she was on um, Desperate, what was the name of that show? Desperate Housewives. Desperate Housewives. Housewives. Yeah. And, and who actually went to jail for paying this guy a lot of money to uh, kind of have someone, to, basically to get kids into college. It was, it was, a, yeah. it was a scheme where you pay well, a certain hers, amount. Well, they said it was an SAT thing. Yeah, or, or you, right. So, so um, you know, and then um, Laurie, Laurie Laughlin, who was on uh, Full House. Was she on Full House? That's she the, was yeah. on Full House. Right, so she went to jail with yeah, her, with with her husband, Ma- Massimo, Massimo who was, who's like a, um, I don't know, he designs clothes. He went to jail, too. Um, but, but I love that story because you guys are doing it the right way. Well, look. And I know you. You're not right. like, you and your, you know, you're not like, there was a quote in, in the paper where Felicity Huffman did this interview, and she said, Basically, she said, oh, well, I, I, I didn't want my daughter to be a failure in her well, life. Look, uh, if I felt I mean, come on. If I felt she, any, like, it was putting the, the lady in a bad position yeah. and she felt yeah, uncomfortable with job, it, we just too. back off. Right. Just back off and right. walk away. It's too late then. But it was, look, it was maybe, it lasted like 10, 15 minutes. And look, here's the thing I told my daughter later. I said, Israel, you got to understand. And I told one of the kids at the high school the other day where they go to high school. <laughs> I said, look. The people that work here want to work here have, yeah. to help you. Yeah. Right. And you need to do your your side or you, uh, exhibit your effort so they can be put in a position yeah. to have uh, help you as best they can. Now, I'm not saying they're going to get you this and that and you're going to be the top. Just they're going to do whatever they can to help you. They want to help you. That's She's a mother, as she told us. She's got a daughter in the same position. They want to help you as best right, they sure. can, possibly can. John, those kind of interactions yeah. you had are refreshing. And I can't imagine how much... Each day, Becky Brady gets from overzealous parents, right. overzealous kids who are pressured by their parents to talk about this award and that award right. and all this right. kind of crap, right? And here you are. You're just... Well, and I think part of this, and people learn in the art of conversation and getting along, that you want to talk to the other person right. and find out about them and listen right. and have an engaging conversation that's not just all about right. you. Exactly. It's fun. It's fine. Well, parents don't justice, realize, right? We, the we got more, three voices here. The more overbearing you are and the more obnoxious you are, you know, the more you're hurting your kid. So, you know, it's just that, that people yeah. don't. Parents are crazy. Now, I th- now, here's what I suggested to her, okay? I said, you know what? When you get back, because there are emails from her. Yeah. Because she's, she's everything in Maryland except, like, one county. I said, it might be nice if you sent her a thank you email that you made. You know, your experience was a good yeah. one. Oh, yeah. Comfortable yeah. and all that. And I didn't think she was going to do it. And then, like, maybe five days later, I asked you, she goes, I sent it. Good. And I said, I wouldn't send it 
when we arrive and 2.6 minutes later. No. Just the next yeah. day. Yeah, a couple and days. That, that, that was will, good advice. That's a nice. That's great advice. I think, I think there's a college counseling future in your life, Josh. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. I mean, schools are looking for them. Oh my! You just God. got a college co- counselor, but also with the SAT prep. Yeah, oh SA, my God. you got SAT it prep. Changes college, Jan one. College, college advisor. You could be college advisor. I mean, changes Jam one. Yeah, you, you. I talked to a friend of ours yesterday, and his daughter just came back from a college, and I asked how their Thanksgiving went, and he said, "Look," and I told her about um, my daughter's experience about the pressure with these Ivy Leagues and all, and I said, "I said, listen," I said, "Chris, here's the deal." I could tell she felt uncomfortable applying to like Penn and these people yeah. because the perception of the study all the time, not have a nice balance. And he made a good point, right? And I, I told I told my daughter, I said, "Listen, why don't you try to try to get into Penn?" Yeah. I I said, "Look, I, I stepped back a second. I said, I would have been scared too. Right. I would have sure. been scared. I said I was yeah, right where kid. you were. Right. I was right where you yeah. were. I couldn't go to that, you know, and the pressure and all that stuff." So I completely understand. I said, look, let's get you into the school that you want to go to. For sure. Okay? And let's – and like with the SAT, what do you want to get in your score? I said, this is what I want you to get. You just have your best Lindsay day. Yes. That's it. Yes. Good advice. Let's see where it goes. All right. Um, yeah. We, we, we've, exhausted, on, we've exhausted our time. Um, um, we will be back in a couple of weeks. Um, Alex, any final thoughts? You, no, thank you. You're good. You're good. You're looking good today. Your sport coat looks Thanks. good. Get a haircut for you. Yeah, you gotta I, I got to get some more of that eye hey, stuff. I'm out I of the have, Yeah, retina. Can we commit, because of the time, to do a Christmas show? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll do a Christmas show. I was thinking, because of the, the Grinch and his association with what he did stealing Christmas, maybe talk about that a little bit, what he would have been charged with and – how he handled the make it better yeah. and, and yeah, we mitigation. Could put, we and could all put that. the Grinch on trial. Yeah. Right? What do you think Judge Pastore would give the Grinch? Would she give him a PBJ? <laughs> He'd have to earn it. Yeah. <laughs> would she, have to try to would find she, a job would she give him a job? <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll see you next time. Uh, what a show. Breaking the law. Breaking the law.